0: to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group located in Ventura, California. This week we've got a good topic. We're going to be talking about the importance of choosing a financial advisor, choosing a financial planner, choosing that person that is going to help you make important financial decisions as you navigate through the rest of your life. So this is a very important topic and I just feel like the industry has a bad stigma. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of poor advertising, poor comments. There's a lot that goes into this, but you know what? We couldn't guide such a good show today without Tony Shore here being our anchor. So Tony, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing great today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. First of all, Mike, and um, this topic, choosing a financial professional. Wow. There's so many people out there that want to handle your money. And it's just weird because I've seen so many different ads from people. I've seen they say different things, but uh, really, I mean, when it comes down to it, and we're going to get into this, but I know there are basically, you know, there are brokers who want you to put all your money in the stock market. And then there are insurance only salesmen who work for these big box insurance companies who want to get you into an insurance product. And then, there are financial planners and advisors who look at the big picture, and I know that's what you do, uh, but there's there's a few um, gray areas in between as well that we need to look at. But before we get into all that, uh, I'm excited about this show. You and I are kind of pumped up about this one because there's just <laughs> a lot of people saying a lot of things out there but first, how have you been? What's going on at the Lynn Group? Are you are you, you keeping know busy? Life
1: is good. We just got through, you know, big holiday for the year. The kids had fun, good. lots of food, lots of treats, lots of activities. Sure. The weather is nice. We snuck down to the beach for a couple hours the other day. Oh, the, nice. The sunny afternoon for the sunset. You know, this is a great place to live.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to live. I, I, love, mm-hmm. I love Ventura area, love Southern Cal. You know that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's get into it though, Tony. There's a lot to talk about here and I feel like every week this 30-minute show just burns right by us. It does. And we and we don't cover enough ground.
0: Right. So, we're talking about how to best choose the right professional, you know, how do I choose the right professional for me? So, uh, what right. do you have to say about that? What do we need to look out for?
1: Well, gosh, it loaded question, but there's so much to think about here. Remember anytime you're dealing with your life savings, your life's work, your life's energy, it doesn't matter if it's $50,000 or $5 million, whatever the number is, this is important money to you. This is what you've worked so hard for your whole life. So you want to put a lot of thought. You want to put a lot of energy into things. I would say from a choosing a financial advisor, one Oh one, you guys have heard this stuff on the radio before. Everybody talks about it. You always want to look at the obvious things, right? You know, what is what is somebody's skill set? How long have they been in business for? What kind of education do they have? What kind of licensing do they have? So the obvious things are apparent there. Now, Tony, you did a great job. You kind of said there are some extremes in this business. We have the security stockbroker types that really tend to weight everything into securities stock market type investments. We have the insurance agent guys that like to sell everything against the stock market and put everything in insurance products. And then there's some kind of balance in between, and that's where I fall. See, I'm licensed on all fronts. I have the same insurance license as those other insurance guys. I have the same securities license as those stock market guys. So I have all the formal licensing that you would need in order to transact to those both extremes. But then I bring in the education in between. So many years ago I started, I got my insurance license. Then I went back to school and I got my securities license. So all of a sudden I'm an insurance agent, I'm a stockbroker, I'm all these different things. But education in this business, Tony, is so important. I mean, it's powerful because this industry is always changing. The tax rules are always changing. The estate rules are always changing. The way investments work and are analyzed are always changing. So as an important component of wanting to help people, you know, in my early years of this business, I went back to school and I I did the couple year program to become a certified financial planner. And that served me immensely. That taught me the proper foundation of creating budgets, creating cash flows, understanding social security and taxes and estate planning. So the stuff your insurance agent is not talking to you about, the stuff your stockbroker is not talking about, are the things that my firm focuses on. We make sure that you have a cash flow plan. We make sure that you have a tax plan. We make sure that you have an estate plan. We put all of this together because all of this is so important when it finally comes to picking how you invest and diversify your money. So step one, you need someone that is balanced on both sides of the coin. Step two is you want to find people that are educated and have experience. See, I've been in the business for 12 years, so I've been doing this a long time. I have a lot of education. I have a lot of experience, but you know what? That's not good enough for me and that's not good enough for my clients. And so a couple years ago, I realized, oh my gosh, it's been a number of years since I went through the CFP program. It's been a number of years um, since I got my licensing and all of that. And even though we have to do continuing education, let me be honest with you people on the street. It's not hard. It's very redundant. It's very cookie cutter. You don't get a lot out of it. So anybody that got their license 20 years ago that you're working with and all they've done is continuing education, let me just be the first to say that's not really propelling them to the next level, right? But me, as a financial planner, as a certified financial planner, I want to be propelled to the next level. I want the education and the resources to help people to every manner possible. So even with that, even though I didn't need to, I decided to go back to school at night and I'm actually wrapping up an an MBA specifically in financial planning. And it's uh, actually through Cal Lutheran just over the hill right here. So that's something I've been working on at nighttime I actually uh, am, am wrapping it up in about a month. Excellent. And you know, gosh, Tony, and you know what? What? Even though I knew so much, I had learned as a CFP program, I had all these other things, I have the experience, the amount of information that came out of this program over the last two years has just propelled me that much more. I'm so much more excited with the clients that I work with, with the services that we offer, because there is so much to understand and things have changed significantly in our world over the last handful of years.
0: Wow, well, yeah, and I mean, there's a lot going on out there, and you need to keep up with all the changes, don't you
1: absolutely and that's and that's the fundamental failure you know last year, um we acquired five new clients from a specific planner in town, and the reason really was that planner was older, and there's nothing wrong with that right, but <clears throat> they had they'd been working off of a set of criteria and a set of investment advice that I would say was very appropriate 10, 15, 20 years ago. And they just weren't updating the model. They weren't updating what they were doing. They were still working in more of an old fashioned manner. And you know what? That becomes inefficient to people in an ever changing world. And it's
0: funny how some financial professionals, like if they're a broker, they really try to tell you, hey, you've got to be in the stock market. You've got to stay in the stock market. Uh, all your money should be in stocks. You shouldn't pull any money out at, at any given time. And your portfolio is going to be well-balanced in the stock market. And we all laugh because we know that if all your money is in the stock market, that's not a balanced approach, is it? Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's the that's the problem. Everyone's got the extreme. You know, look, we've all seen the ads, right? <clears throat> Open up the, the Ventura Star. What do you got? Well, for the last year, you've had this big, giant ad that says, I hate annuities, oh, you know, <laughs> screaming at you, this monster ad. I mean, gosh, you know, that, that must be an expensive ad to run. And the ads the ads change to the extreme. You know, the, the new language on that I hate annuities ad is now, I would rather die and go to hell than sell you an annuity. That, I mean, that's what someone's advertising. And I laugh at that because consumers you open up the paper you see something like that and you say oh my gosh oh my gosh there there must be something wrong with annuities man what you know what what's the problem right. here because obviously this creditable person here feels this way and let's be fair there are plenty of problems with annuities there's plenty of good reasons for be. annuities too there can the, the, be
0: problems with them if you know absolutely. But there's thousands of different types of annuities and different contracts and if some annuities are perfect if you're in a certain situation. I know that in particular, fixed indexed annuities are really popular right now with all the baby boomers who are retiring to use as a retirement vehicle. And, you know, why would you take anything off the table? Why would you put it out there as a financial professional that you were? That would be like somebody saying you shouldn't have any money in the stock market. You shouldn't have any money in annuities. You shouldn't have any money in real estate. Why would you take that hard line on any possible situation? Because everybody's situation is so different. I know you've told me this before, and we were talking about this off the air, how, and that's what I like about how you do business, Mike, is you're going to look at all the options and say, you know, in your particular situation, this is what's best suited for you. Or you might want a little here and a lot over there. Or if the next person that comes in, you don't want any in annuities. You want more money in the stock market because you're younger and have more time, or whatever the situation may be, right?
1: Well, and you're, you're spot on, Tony. I mean, when I look at my pool of clients, some clients have annuities in their portfolio, and some don't. And and it it very becomes centric to the client's individual needs and what and what's happening. Do they need income? Do they need growth? Do they need stability? What is their risk tolerance? What is their time horizon? There are so many elements to consider before you make investment decisions and all of these advertisements and articles we see just propel people into investment decisions when they shouldn't even be there yet. See, what people don't realize about that big fancy ad in the paper that says I'd rather go to hell than sell you an annuity is that's a marketing campaign from a company. And they've they've been hugely successful over the last handful of years. By getting people to come invest with them by scaring them in the annuity front. It is an incredible marketing ploy. Gosh, I wish I had thought of it. It's so good, right? You know what's right. ironic about that though, Tony? What's that? You've seen the you've seen this ad. We've all seen the ad. You know, I have people that walk in my office with the ad all the time. That company that puts out that ad recently was the sixth largest stockholder of American equity <laughs> life insurance company, which happens to be an annuity company. And I find that very ironic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just, hilarious. Just think
1: about it. I mean, you're laughing right now, but you think about it. If a company is saying these are so terrible, they're so bad for consumers. They're so offensive. They'd rather burn in hell than see anyone own one of these. Why would they actually invest in the companies? You only invest clients money in a company because you think the company is credible because it has good products. It offers good services. It has the potential of being successful and growing based on that healthy model. You don't invest in companies that you think are trash products that are just going to go out of business when, when someone finally catches up with them. Yeah. You know, but the problem is from a consumer standpoint, we see these visual ads, we see these things and we say, Oh, that's it. Problem solved. You know, that that type of a vehicle is bad. Now, remember, let me qualify what I'm saying here. I'm not saying you need to buy in an annuity. I'm certainly not saying you need to own an annuity. What I'm saying is you can't go to these extremes until you've evaluated your situation, until you've created your retirement plan, your cash flow analysis, your tax plan, your estate plan, until you understand your situation, you can't just go to these extremes. Now, conversely, Let's be fair. We've got the opposite problem with all the insurance agents around town, you know, is the stock market stinks. The, the wall street guys take money out of your pockets in the form of fees and you should have all your money in, in, in safe stock market linked indexes. And you're going to earn a few bucks if the stock market goes up. Well, I have the same grudge with that strategy too, because once again, what are we talking about? Hey, I just met you. Let's talk about a product. That is not important, Tony. What's important is figuring out what's good for you. Picking investments in the first ten minutes of meeting someone is useless.
0: Well, you know what? We need to take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add, Mike? Before we do?
1: Uh, yeah, Tony. You know this is a obviously a very emotional topic to me. It's very important that people are working with people that guide them in a proper manner. There is no perfect answer to all or nothing when it comes to insurance products when it comes to the stock market when it comes to anything the only way that a normal consumer can figure out what types of investments they need to own is they need to do the hard work up front. They need to do a cash flow analysis. They need to have a budget. They need to know how much money's coming in from social security and other income sources. They need to understand their tax liability on their investments. They need to understand their estate planning goals until you've formulated the big picture. You can never responsibly know how much money you should put into an investment and certainly what type of investment you should put that money into. So, If you haven't done that with your planner, then give us a call. We'd be more than happy to help you. I'll do a complimentary consultation. I'll walk through all of that stuff at no cost and let you leave right out the front door. um, If it would give you some guidance and give you some help. Let me show you the proper way to do uh, retirement income planning. Give our office a call. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L Y N D. Otherwise, we'll be right back after this. Do
0: you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle of Fiduciary Guides to Proper Retirement Planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lind Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, A Fiduciary's Guide to Proper Retirement Planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, none other than Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group. Michael, great show today, really pointing out how this all works with a financial professional and what you need to be looking for out there. And I know we throw around the term fiduciary. What does that word actually mean? And what does that mean to you and your clients and to our listeners out there?
1: Well, Tony, obviously, fiduciary, the word, has become such a hot topic over the last couple of years. Um, obviously we've always heard over the years, we've talked about this on the radio show. I've been a fiduciary since, uh, 2009 and the whole concept of fiduciary is looking at the number one, the way that you solicit and transact investments with people. See, originally the design of an insurance agent or a traditional stockbroker is they operate off of what's called a suitability standard. That means they can really sell you any, Legally viable product with a very minimum amount of education on you a minimum amount of understanding about you um, without having to put a lot of effort into Really anything, you know, they can just have a nice viable interesting product. They can entice you on the features of it and sell you that As a fiduciary the fiduciary really strays away from product solicitation It focuses on analyzing and understanding the consumer. What do you need to be successful for the rest of your life? What are your cash flows? What are your taxes? What are your estate planning? What are your risk management tools? What are the things that you are lacking inside of your portfolio that would, would keep you from being successful? And so a fiduciary has an added level of responsibility to put a lot of extra energy into the approach of understanding a consumer, to analyze them and to build things out and help them understand their situation. And then ultimately this would lead to what types of investment vehicles would be the most appropriate thing for the client. This has nothing to do with what's in the advisor's best interest, right? You know, the emphasis of commissions or fees should have no bearing on the nature of the investments. And so as a fiduciary, you know, I mentioned it earlier. I look at a lot of my clients in, in the pool of clients that I work with. And I have a lot of clients that in their portfolio is a mix of both. You know, they have stock market style investments, they have insurance product investments. I have clients that only have insurance products. I have clients that only have stocks. Um, and A lot of it has to do with the situation. How old are you? What is your time horizon? What is your risk tolerance? What are the things that we are trying to accomplish with your money? All of that guides us to making good decisions for you and with you. Um, I would say that from a fiduciary standpoint, the process takes a lot longer than the typical consumer is used to. So instead of you hearing from Mike Mansfield when you meet with me some type of investment advice in the first or second meeting, that doesn't happen. It typically takes me three, four, five meetings to even get into what would be a good investment recommendation? Because there's a lot of work to do. We have to analyze your social security. We have to analyze your budget and expenses. And if you haven't done that, we've got to do it. We have to build out a cash flow analysis. We have to stress test what happens to your income sources when you or your spouse dies. We have to look at your tax liability and understand your taxes and your estate planning. There's so much work to do to make sure that we are giving you good, sound advice. That's what a fiduciary does. And you know what? I've been proud to be a fiduciary for many years. Um, but it's but it's a shame because a couple of years ago, Department of Labor starts enacting the fiduciary laws, which I agree with the value of. I agree to the value that, you know what, we do need higher standards in the industry. All these insurance agents and stockbrokers that work on a suitability level, they all should be fiduciaries. They should all be acting in people's best interest. Um, if they give you advice, it's not the, hey, you can get your money back as soon as they don't take my commission from me timeframes. Things like that should, shouldn't be in the conversation. Um, you know, using the extremes of I'd rather go to hell and die than sell you an annuity <laughs> are not fair fiduciary comments to consumers when you haven't even taken the time to understand their situation right. to see if insurance products could be appropriate to them. You know, I, I saw a blog the other day. Um, there was a, uh, you know, talking about that ad. There was a blog with hundreds of comments from consumers about this. I'd rather... Die and go to hell, and it was so funny um, because one of the bloggers said that if if you have if you own five or more homes, then Mister Blank, you know the firm, he can help you live forever. Um, but the joke <laughs> that they were making was, you know, insurance products give guarantees to help normal people with normal amounts of assets. Guarantees to get through the rest of their lives, right? And so the the joke he's making is, oh yeah, well you know if you're a if you're a super rich guy, you know go work with them anyways because they have got the magic sauce anyways. But it doesn't really fit normal consumers in normal situations. Right. So as a fiduciary, we we just want to be careful with what we're saying. We want to be responsible with the advice and education we're giving you. We want to make sure the tools that you use are good for you. Yeah, there's nothing cookie cutter about it. So being a fiduciary is important. The problem is these Department of Labor law changes that that we've been talking about over the last year, that's good. But the bad is you still have all the same people just because now suddenly everybody's called a fiduciary. Do they really act as a fiduciary? That will be the world's great debate. Right you now is an insurance agent still an insurance agent at the end of the day, because you can call yourself a fiduciary all you want, but if you don't have the education to help people properly, then right. you are not a fiduciary, the, even if you say you are. The proper licensure and things like that, and
0: the education Absolutely. to back it up, like you do. Absolutely. But it is a good question to ask if you're trying to decide on a financial professional to to use. Uh, you need to, as of right now, the new DOL ruling hasn't taken effect yet, and as of right now, it's still a good question to ask your financial professional or if you're looking for one or interviewing them to see who would be the best to help you, that question, are you currently a licensed fiduciary? And see what you know, Absolutely. and if they say yes to that and you believe them and they have the licensure to back it up, then that's a good thing. Well, if they say no, that, but I, I do what's in your best interest, well, um, then that means they're not legally obligated to do it at all. So
1: Well, you have that, but also to my point is, if you don't have the education, if you only have an insurance license that you got 20 years ago and all you've been doing is continuing ed on it, have you really learned? Have you really prepared? Do you understand taxes? Do you understand income plan? Do you understand all of the things that you need to help people? Um, I mean, let me just take a different spin on this for a second, just so that the consumers are aware. A lot of the Department of Labor fiduciary laws came up with the idea of people rolling out their old 401 K's into individual IRAs. What was happening to that money? Who was taking it? Was it a stockbroker? Was it an insurance agent? All of that stuff. Well, if you're a typical consumer and you have a 401 K and it owns mutual funds, like the typical 401 K would, and you go meet with a, a local insurance agent that tells you to buy an annuity and then they say, oh, let's see your account. Okay, we're going to roll this money out and here's what we're going to do. This is going to be awesome. Did you know it's actually against the law for them to do that? Wow. They're not licensed to look at your 401k. They're not licensed to discuss your mutual funds with you because <coughs> they never got yeah. licensed. So the the Securities Exchange Commission says they shouldn't even be looking at that stuff. Wow. They certainly shouldn't be giving you advice no. on it. No. Um. So that's where a lot of these laws and rules come from, because you have unqualified, uneducated people. They might say they have the experience, the street smarts, whatever. But if they haven't even taken the time or the energy to get the proper licenses to help you with your different accounts, come on. Yeah, there's something fundamentally wrong there. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, There's something very wrong there. And you have to be wary of that. And I think it's important that the person you meet with lets you do some talking and let you ask questions. They don't just, okay, here's the deal and spiel it all out and then, you know, mm. dictate to you what's going to happen. They need to listen to your specific situation and needs, right?
1: Well, and this is all just scary, Tony. I mean, as many times as I create a cash flow analysis, a retirement income plan for people, which to me is the very basic, obvious thing that anybody should be doing to help a consumer with their retirement plans. Right. I have to admit, in 12 years, I think I've had maybe a half a dozen people say, oh, I've already had one of these done for me. Um, nobody does it. Nobody, no, you call yourself a financial planner, yet you do no planning. All you do is sell investments or insurance products. Mm-hmm. That is not planning anything. You need something grounded, you need a roadmap, you need something to follow. If you guys give me a call, 805-500-7035, I will give away a complimentary financial plan so that you can come in and understand what a real financial plan is supposed to look like, what a cash flow analysis looks like, Uh, maximizing your cash flows, maximizing your taxes, discussing your estate planning, understanding objectively how your investment portfolio is working through analysis. I will give all of that to you complimentary just because I'm so compelled right now that people are so confused by misleading advertisements in our community. Yeah.
0: And that's the bottom line. Well, we're completely out of time. Why don't you very quickly give your phone number and web address in case our listeners do want to get a hold of you for that. Absolutely.
1: Thanks, Tony. Um, Phone number, give us a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. And as I committed, anybody that calls this week, I'm giving away a complimentary financial plan. And my whole reason for doing this is so that you can see what a financial plan is supposed to look like and to see if you have one, to see if it's done correctly, to see what what you're missing perhaps. But give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is spelled L Y N D. Um, I also want to thank all of our listeners and all of our, our clients and all of our people. We did just get notified from the Ventura Star that we were either a winner or a favorite from the um, the Readers' Choice thing in our local community. They don't they don't tell you till they let it out who the actual winner was. But we're up there somewhere, so we appreciate all the votes and all the energy that we get from all of our listeners and clients. And so, just wanted to thank you for that. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes
0: or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield. At the Lind Group. Call 805 500 7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.